Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep from the abundance of this rain that's sweeter than the finest wine. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep an ocean of Good day everyone, this is Gunnar from the Verbundei family in Lingen, Germany. Today I'm sharing with you my reflection on the Gospel of Luke 11, 15-26. When Jesus had driven out the demon, some of the crowd said, By the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, ask him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that it is by Beelzebul that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore, there will be your judges. But if it's by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me, scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through arid regions searching for rest, but finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which I came. But upon returning, it finds it swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings back seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, who move in and dwell there. And the last condition of that man is worse than the first. If you listen to my past daily shots, you must have noticed that it's not easy for me to communicate with God. My struggles are no secret, and I mention them with the hope that others might relate to them, and it can help them to persevere in the prayer. Many times I'm asking myself, why does God make it so difficult to hear his voice? But I'm convinced that he has a good reason for what apparently appears to be difficult. I mean, God could just speak to me in a loud, clear voice, but he chooses not to. And so I decided to trust him on this. I am also realizing that prayer is sometimes not easy and it requires perseverance as we attempt to tune into God's channel. I say tuning in because I'm certain that God is continuously speaking to us, but we are not always able to perceive his voice. For me it is often distractions, 
such as worries, regrets, or internal restlessness due to emotions such as anger or grief, to just name a few that prevent me from hearing him. Often I try to use a common meditation technique, which is to notice these thoughts and allow them to pass by and then gently releasing them. With the goal of avoiding the noise and being more attentive to listen to God's voice speaking. This time I also tried this technique. But to be honest I didn't hear God speak, but instead old unpleasant memories of my adolescence surfaced. I perceived this as a distraction, pushing it aside. However, after the prayer time was over, I continued pondering on this some more, especially thinking about what had changed between now and back then, when I was younger. When I was younger, I used to be filled with anger, which quite often led me to take the wrong decisions, having a negative impact on my life. You can imagine this as an endless downward spiral. But something changed between now and then. That is when I noticed the relevance to this last part of the Gospel where Jesus explains that once an unclean spirit is cast out, that this empty space will be filled again. Here in his example, he mentioned that it is possible that the condition becomes much worse than before. One could also say spiraling down. Then I recognized that this is what had happened to me. It is not that I feel that I had been possessed by any demons, but what I can admit now is that the anger and resentment had a significant grip on my life. When I had the opportunity to make changes to my life and to distance myself from this anger, I was left with an internal void, which God slowly started to fill with His mercy and His love. The most important thing I had changed at this time was attending the Holy Mass at regular intervals, by which I was giving God the space to fill that void with His love so that the anger had no space to return. This filling of the void, or the cleaning of my house, happened unknowingly, and I was not even aware of this transformation happening in my heart. Now looking back onto my prayers and how incapable I sometimes consider myself of hearing God, I see that this is how God works. Even when I think I cannot perceive Him, He is actually working in me. Even when I am at adoration, I sometimes feel nothing. Yet He is still transforming me from the inside. Through this passage I learned how thankful I am that God didn't give up on me after all these years of ignoring Him. I also see the importance of deciding how to fill one's emptiness and to trust that God is often working in hidden ways in our lives. Some questions for you to reflect on in your own time of prayer. Where in my life has God been at work in hidden ways? What can I clean out in my life to make room for God's love? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.